You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. On behalf of all of Michigan. And I'm not doing the duh. I'm doing the... No. Yeah, very nice. Yep. Well, you know, the Bible does say... Pride cometh before destruction and the haughty spirit yeah. before a fall. So yeah. I have to eat my humble pie and yeah. I have to say congratulations, Michigan. I am not rooting for you in the championship game or in the playoffs, but I am rooting for the Big Ten. So in a way I am, but I want yeah. to see the Big Ten go forward, but nice. not you personally, Michigan, but congratulations. You, you killed go. us. You yeah. annihilated us. You mopped the floor with us in our own building. Wow. You humiliated us. Uh, all wow. of those things, you know. So, I I told I told those coaches, don't let the guys stay up so late in prayer and Bible study. Mm, and yeah. you know, yeah, I think yeah. it just had an effect, you know. So. Oh, they were praying all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the May family from Michigan would like to extend to you an honorary Michigan membership. Yes, um, thank you. So that you could so that you could be on the winning side. <laughs> yes. Hey, listen, very, very man. Kind. I went through uh, the John Cooper era. There was there was a stretch where we were one and nineteen against Michigan in twenty years. So I have been eaten up the past 20 years of, you know, only losing, you know, twice or three times in 20 years, now four, you know, but, but I'm telling you, we still have a lot of, a lot of games to make up to even the series overall, 118 meetings, I think. And we're, we're still down by like eight or nine games, I think. Yeah, that's a great rivalry. I love the rivalry. Yes, and, it is. Um, it's it's one of the best I think in in sports, especially college sports for sure. So yeah, I think that's so. It's nice we can have some fun with it. That's good. It's fun. It's exactly awesome. right. When we it get is. to heaven, nobody's going to wear scarlet and gray or maize and blue. We'll be robed in right. white. So there you go. There you go. The color of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Excellent. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Who haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1967? All right. It's just sad. Just sad. To pay men that much money and get no result, really. That's kind of just sad. So just think of what people are getting for what they're paying us. Man, unbelievable. Oh, yes. Well, the the (laughs) deal that I uh, signed on my NIL, man. Oh, yeah. Name, image, likeness. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Wow, my Captain Canada can, franchise. If, yeah. if I sign 12 more contracts, we may be able to get a piece of bubblegum. <laughs> well, I do want you to know that the the second edition Captain Canada coloring books have just come out. So Ooh, it's be awesome. awesome. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, new artist, new conception. It's going to be it's going to be something. It looks really good. I think you're going to love it. 
So did you finish? Oh, they you made you. One? They made. They turned you into a woman, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're doing with all the superheroes. So. <laughs> now it's Captain Canada. <laughs> Never in a million years. <laughs> you, you hired the Disney CEO to uh, take charge of your Captain Canada book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to go woke. I'm going woke. Captain Canada's woke. Cancel, cancel culture. If you don't like Captain Canada, we're just going to cancel you out. So. You know, I feel bad for that guy losing his job. You only got a forty-four yeah. million dollar severance pay. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. How's he going to live on that? yeah what a joke what a joke unbelievable remember old walt he seemed to be a pretty good guy but uh i don't know i don't know maybe he deceived us too but i remember reading a story i guess it's true i don't know any way to verify it that whenever uh i think it was brezhnev uh from russia made a trip to the u.s in the 60s he met him at the gate. It was only Disneyland in California. Right. It wasn't Disney World right. yet. And right. uh, he met him at the gate and said, no, this is this park has been paid for Americans, by Americans, for Americans. You're not coming in. Wow. I love it. <laughs> I lo- they're not saying that anymore. They're saying, come on in, and oh. it's going to cost you 180 bucks yes, a day. especially China, CCP. <sighs> Crazy, man. Crazy. Well, hey, it's been a great week, and we start another new fantastic week here on Tim Talks. Amen. And our topic this week, another great, great request from uh, a pastor's wife. That's not what you said off air. Well, um, (laughs) (laughs) just call me Al Disney. (laughs) (laughs) A great request asking about dealing with confronting people with sin. How how do you confront people with sin with a boldness, with tactfulness, with mercy and grace, but yet how do we deal with that today? And I think that's a great topic because, man, there's a lot to deal with today. And I do feel like a lot of people are just sticking their heads in the sand. A lot of preachers are skirting around some major issues today that ought to be addressed how do we address the problems of sin in this culture yep that's a great question how do you deal with it personally you know and uh you know obviously as pastors we have we deal with it maybe a little bit more often or a little bit more frequently than sometimes Mm -hmm. our members do but everybody's going to be faced with it if you're listening to this and you're a college student in Bible college, not everybody there really has a heart to serve the Lord. You're gonna have to you're no. gonna have to face a couple of things. And you know, teenagers, you know, you're you're in school. It doesn't matter whether it's a Christian school, public school, uh, even if you're homeschooled and you're working outside the home. I mean, you're gonna be faced with all these kind of things. And then, you know, of course, family man trying to deal with that you know family that knows better that that's a great question yeah it is a great question so how do you how do you do that how would you deal with that i I think first generally you got you have to have boldness we all need boldness the apostle paul was a strong bold speaker and yet he prayed often he asked in the new testament to pray for boldness pray for Mm -hmm. me 
that I might have boldness. And it sure looked like he always did, that's for sure. But and it, we need boldness. It, boldness is not yelling, but boldness is is speaking with authority, speaking clearly. The Bible says Jesus spoke plainly. And so, I mean, we need to be clear and not just... I don't know about you. I feel like in quote-unquote Christianity that there's an art to speaking a lot and saying nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. This is this is a very general term. Of course, we have all different aspects of our lives where we have to have boldness. Is there a different boldness for different aspects of our lives? Do you have to be more bold with coworkers than you do children or parents? I don't think you just need to be bold with everybody. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, obviously every situation is going to be a little bit unique. But, you know, the Apostle Paul, whenever he talked to Felix and King Agrippa, you know, he spoke to them about... Uh, you know, judgment and the life to come. And the Bible says that, uh, I forgot which one now, you know, that his, he was trembling. And he said, almost thou persuadest me. And, you know, come back at a more convenient time. But but he was very clear and he was very plain in, in these things. And, of course, he was a little bit stronger with Agrippa because he had assumed that, I uh, can't remember if it was Festus or Felix right now, but he assumed that, he may not have heard, but Agrippa knew. You know, he he was in, embroiled in all of that conflict, and and he knew about uh, the way, the people of the way, and so he was pretty strong with them. Yeah, the the hardest part I think in boldness for people is they know that there's going to be a controversy, usually number one, and then there's going to be some kind of perhaps retribution where yep. people are going to come back. And maybe the hardest of all is knowing that people are then going to look for things in your life to criticize in defense. And so we've got to make sure that we're right in in the bulk of our life to the best of our ability before we can actually talk to someone else about their problems and their errors. I don't know about you. Every time that I've had to meet with somebody in some kind of a confrontational setting, Man, my stomach does flip flops. I don't sleep good the oh, night yeah. before. I, you no. know, I, I'm praying for uh, wisdom. I'm praying that 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 the Lord help me open up my eyes to be able to see if there's an issue with me or uh, you know. I mean, just I, I yeah. hate it. You know, I I think a great majority of people, we all hate it. But there's something about, and not just preachers, but there's something about us. Speaking on behalf of God. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ. Mm-hmm. And so we are speaking on his behalf. God is the creator. God is the authority. God is in charge. God will one day judge every individual. And so we're speaking on his behalf. And I fear that oftentimes we make God seem very weak and timid. And the Bible yeah. says he now he commands all men everywhere to repent. Yeah, and that's that's a great point that 
when we speak to someone, we should go with that idea that we are speaking on behalf of the Lord. And, and there's a boldness in speaking on behalf of the Lord if we are right, if if we've prayed about it, if we've made sure we have the facts. And I think that's a big problem with a lot of people you know, confronting other people. We don't always have all the facts. Make sure you've got that right. Um, great advice I got years ago in solving problems was that the problem didn't happen in a day, so you, you can take more than a day to figure out the resolution of it. If it took a week, take a week. If it took a month, you know, you might have to take the month, but deal with it, deal with it in that idea that we're coming to help, we're coming to give truth on behalf of the Lord. I think that's a great idea. Um, I, I don't know, you know, we're just sort of speaking off the hip. So I didn't uh, yeah. do any studying ahead of time or anything, but a, a common thing that I hear a lot nowadays is, you know, make you have to love people. Make sure that you, you know, that you show the love of God. You know, we're commanded to love the brethren and we're commanded mm. to witness to the unsaved. Mm-hmm. And, and just by the fact of witnessing to them, we are showing the love of God. You know, are we showing the love of God by not telling about hell? Are we are we showing the love of God by maybe working up five, six, eight, ten different times before we actually go into the gospel? You know, I, I, I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, I, I'm not the kind of person that I, you know, go walking in a room and start yelling at a uh, uh, top of my voice to all the 15 people that are in that room and start street preaching, you know, inside of a building or something. Mm -hmm. But we really, we really need to, to consider. And I think you hit the nail right on the head whenever we started and we want to stay comfortable. We want Mm -hmm. to stay comfortable in this life. And, Mm -hmm. and our priorities may not be proper for the life to come. I think it's going to be tougher in the days ahead to come across as one who is loving and caring because anybody who opposes the mainstream today is automatically deemed a hater or, you know, some kind of radical or some kind of, you know, biblical kook because we are not lining up with the societal picture. So to do that to go forward in this generation, I think of our kids and our grandkids, how, how do they how do they move ahead without being um, ostracized almost immediately? Or do they even have to worry about that? Have Christians always been ostracized for standing for the truth? Is there a way to do that going forward? Is there a way for us to greet the society and tell them the truth without being automatically just shut off because we are Christians. Well, I'd be interested to hear your take on this too. I I, I want to pick at, at something you said because I have felt that way many, many, many times. So I want to pick at it, not at you. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's the point you said, how can we come across as loving and caring? And I think, and I have dealt with that often as well. Mm-hmm. Right. And and I think that's the problem. Mm-hmm. We want to come across loving and caring rather than 
give the message from God clearly. Mm-hmm. And, and and obviously, uh, you know, I, I know the Apostle Paul said, well, some preach Christ out of contention and some don't, but, uh, you know, either way, you know, Christ is preached. I'm not advocating us to be cruel, harsh, unfeeling, uncaring, hateful, uh, you know, like Jonah, gleeful, you know, 40 days you're going to be destroyed. Good riddance on you guys. You know, mm. but even then, God brought revival. It's the message. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I think, that I, I can speak for me, that I wrestle, I have always, and I constantly wrestle with, do I want to come across kind and loving and helpful or should I give the gospel message or whatever the whatever the biblical situation mm-hmm. is? Should I answer it clearly, boldly, and and effectively? You know, and obviously mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit is the one that, that makes it effective. And so I, I think it we gotta put ourselves just in the garbage, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. where the Ohio State football team went to in the garbage. So, but we <laughs> yeah. we have to put ourselves completely out of the picture. It is mm-hmm. all about God, and it's all about getting giving that message out. And and I think if we start getting consumed with that, then we're going to be asking for boldness because I don't find anywhere in the Bible that Peter, John. Uh, Paul, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, where they yeah. said, pray for us that we come across nicely. Pray for us that we we mm. show compassion. Pray for it. And, and so now all of those things can be a great hindrance to speaking what God wants us to say with boldness. Mm. I'm not saying evil right. and, and wickedness in our heart and malice and a forethought, but I am saying boldness. And, and it doesn't mean you got to yell, but it means you're going to look them in the eye and tell them the absolute unvarnished mm-hmm. truth that they need mm-hmm. to know and they need to hear. Jude talks about fear and compassion, and I think both of those are on the giver of the message. We need to have compassion on people because we know they're lost, and the fear is that if we don't give that message, they are they are destined to an eternity in hell. And so I I think I kind of led you on that question because I think that the next generations are going to want the truth. I think they're sick of being lied to. They're sick of oh, being placated. Yeah. And I see I see that coming already, that people just want the truth. They want to know what the Word of God says. And I've heard a lot of people in the last little bit who came out of churches because of COVID and their churches being closed, coming to an independent church and hearing the preacher give a clear precise message and hearing people say it is so nice to hear the word of Mm -hmm. god and so nice to hear it clearly and plainly and i think that i think it's time for us to step up our game on that and without a harshness without a bitterness proclaim to people the truth of god's word and god's message and part of that message is you are a sinner and i heard a great thing the other day the guy asked the question he said how could a loving God send people to hell? And he said, God didn't do that. We were already on our way to hell. He gave us a way of escape. Yeah, that's man. a loving God. I thought that's a great, that's a great thought, great message. And uh, that's exactly what people need to hear today. They need to hear the truth. So 
Absolutely. But it does it does take some boldness to do that. And I've told people we know enough verses. We know enough about the Bible. We need to pray for more boldness and then an act on that boldness, not just praying for it. We've got to we got to step up. On Amen. That. So, yeah. yeah. Jesus, well. uh, the Bible says that he spake with authority. And so then he tells us all power is given to me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore in that power. Um, you know, I can get pulled over by a policeman and he has authority. He doesn't have to be. He does not have to be uh, snide or hateful. But whenever he's going to say, sir, I need to see your license, you realize you're going X amount over the speed limit. He is speaking with that authority. And he's very clear. He doesn't come up and say, well, you know, um, I really hate to tell you this, and, and it's really not my place to say this. And, no, he's, <laughs> he's speaking with authority. And so right. whenever when we are speaking with somebody, we have that authority. The Lord has the authority. We are relating. He is relating the laws for me in the state of Ohio. And we are relating the law of God. Hey, listen, do you realize that you've broken the law of God? And because of breaking the law of God, there is a great punishment. Now, I've got good news about that punishment being paid for by the Lord Jesus Christ. But clearly and boldly, because we ought to speak with authority. I love it. I'm, I'm not going to add to that. That's a great thought. And I'm going to end with that thought today. Good job. Good job. Uh, Wednesday. Where do you want to go with this Wednesday? Let's give well, a I, I think, how about, how about if we talk about dealing with Christians? Oh. You know, yeah. whenever we see a brother that is overcome with sin, mm-hmm. what do we do? Awesome. Okay, we'll do it. That'll be Wednesday. Tune in and be ready for that. And uh, thank you again for listening. Thanks for tuning Amen. in to Tim Talks and being a part. And uh, tell somebody else about our program, would you? I'm amazed. I just did an interview the other night, Brother Wolven, with a young man from Florida. I, I didn't know his name. I didn't know him. I said, uh, how, did, how did you hear about me? He says, oh, I have a friend who told me about Tim Talks, and I started listening. That's awesome. And uh, I'd, I'd like to talk to you about it. So that was awesome. So it was really neat. So, yeah, I just got an email yesterday morning uh, telling us our position in Kenya and China. <laughs> oh, are we up or down? <laughs> and it even had the most, uh, uh, it, it had the uh, uh, Brother Hansen interview ranked, I think, at 28 or something like that, you know, so in Kenya. Wow. So. Oh, don't tell Brother Hansen that, please. Yeah. <laughs> go right to his head. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, good. Well, Kenya, thank you so much. Uh, I'm trying to think of my Swahili, uh, Jumbo. Jumbo Rafiki. <laughs> there you go for our Kenyan friends. Well, one last Ohio State, Michigan reference. Yes. Um, I read where over 17 million people watched that game. Mm. Wouldn't that have been great to give them the gospel? Oh, my, yes. 17 million yes. people watching one football million. game. Imagine wow. being able to give the gospel. You know, man, I'm telling you, I I don't know what I would do if I had a few millions. It, 
it would be awesome to, you know, wow. buy a commercial that just tells people about Jesus Christ and how to be saved. You know, oh, yeah. man. Imagine wow. Christians being as bold a witness for Christ as they are their favorite football, hockey, Oh, my goodness. Team. Yeah, I, I didn't care that I offended people in Michigan. You know, I no. was rooting for my team. But yet, yeah. somehow, I have to get so concerned that I can't mm -hmm. offend a sinner because I'm telling them about Jesus Christ. Well, we, yeah. we sure have it there backward, don't we? There you go. Yeah. I'm Al Stone. I'm in St. Thomas. It is blowing outside like crazy. No snow, but it is blowing like crazy today. And... Uh, it's good to be home for a little bit. I'm actually going off to our fire department today to uh, join some new recruits as they train and uh, learn so I can kind of watch and uh, glean some things and make some connections. So pray that I have opportunity to share the gospel today. That'd be awesome. Wear stretchy pants and a pair of sneakers because they're probably going to make you do a few things. No, oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go get the donuts. <laughs> no, they they may say, hey, hey, Pastor, give this a shot. So don't oh, yeah. wear your suit. I, I don't. I tell them I'm there to learn. And if I can be a part, I'd love to be a part for sure. <laughs> this is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. It was windy last night. Now it's only windy inside the church building while I'm talking a lot. So please give us a rating or review and uh, make sure you subscribe on your favorite listening podcast listener thing. How's <laughs> that for being technical? Techno. Techno. Platform. This is Tim Talks. We hope you have a great day and we'll be back with you on Wednesday. Eh? We can't wait to uh, join with you. Tune in as soon as you can. They're on the air early, so you can listen anytime. Hey, I'll tell you how technical I am. While you're talking, yeah. I'm looking down at my volume meter going, oh, man, it must have stopped working. I'm not talking. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with it today. That's just, that's just old age, man. That is old age. <laughs> This is The Tim Talks. Have a great day. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.